Welcome to That Wisconsin Girl podcast, featuring award-winning broker, owner, fitness-focused, and unashamed foodie, Mary Rootlet. This week, Mary talks about staying focused in the midst of challenging times. And now your host, Mary Rooflet. I, I gotta just talk about a couple things that are getting me going a little bit. Went to a small grocery store here in Eau Claire, go there a lot, great people. And I go in just to get my normal stuff. I'm gonna make soup. So I go down there to get a good soup bone, like the fella that runs the place. And I go in to reach in a cooler and a lady, two of them, beelined, ran down the aisles away from me. Now they're masks, they got gloves on, Okay, no problem. I don't have a problem with it. I actually said hi to both of them. And apparently I was too close. And all I got to say about this little issue here, this whole social distancing, <laughs> respect people that are not wearing masks and gloves and respect their feelings also. I got in my car. I dropped a couple hundred bucks there because I love good food and organic as much as I can eat organic. And I got to tell you, my stomach rolled. I was very disappointed in their behavior. Do what you got to do, everybody. And I got friends in the self-care industry. They're masking up and gloving up like crazy because that's what they got to do to make a living. I don't agree with it. Went to the car wash on Brackett Avenue. Been going there for years. Those kids that clean my car, thank God they're there. They help me out so much on and off the road. My second office is my vehicle. It is 85 degrees out today, people, and they have these masks on that are made out of material that you'd see car seats made out of. You cannot tell me that you can breathe okay, and it's hot in there. Did I mention all the garage doors are wide open? Fresh air. (laughs) Oh, Oh, go to the grocery store. Another one that's getting me. All I need to do, I'm done working out. It's 6 o'clock. And I just want a little basket to grab a couple things. You can take a big cart, but no basket, okay? Just thought I'd mention it, kind of dumb. But you can get a cart that everybody's touched, but no basket. But the place I just talked about where two people shunned me walking in there, they had baskets. So This whole thing of not allowing business owners to open up their businesses the way they want to run it, and then there being cosmetology licensing boards are slamming these hair salons, massage parlors and salons where they got a mask up, and you mean to tell me you're going to go in and get a massage and you're supposed to wear a mask? There are places in town, I'm just going to say, that you don't have to mask up to get a haircut, get your teeth cleaned get a massage, they will only do it if you ask them to do it. And I think that that's how it should be done with all these businesses I just talked about. All this stuff is absolutely crazy. And honestly, the stupidity of some of it, some of the people that are in the health department in this city, and I'm going to say it right now, sometimes I see them on the trails and I run about 5, 6 o'clock in the morning with my buddy Michelle. There's no gloves on. There's no mask. Once in a while, they're walking with people. And believe me, they are not six feet apart. But it does bother me because I see people putting their head in the sand 
accepting that this is how we're going to live. Couldn't get a call back from the school board, superintendent's office. This has been weeks now, emailing and left some messages, no return calls, until uh, last Friday I got an email. Want to know that these kids can go back to school normal, no mask on, business as usual. We have had these problems year after year after year. We have just not commercialized it like it is now. And I've had it with this whole controlling people that own companies and taking their common sense away. That's crazy. Because I see these people going to work full, fully masked up, gloved up, and everything. Then you see them on social media and they're at restaurants and bars. <laughs> so I hope that there's some strong people in those industries that are going to fight for their rights because I know these people don't want to be working like this. They're doing it because they got to make a living. And I get it. And it breaks my heart and it drove me crazy. And I've had debates with people on the phone when I'm trying to get appointments and they're just doing the best they can. So I'm going to stop talking about it and I'm going to get on to what's going great in my life. I'm busy. The market's actually pretty insane. I've been traveling a lot and putting really cool stuff together. I've had a lot of clients that I've worked with, I'm going to say out of Minneapolis, read between the lines why they want to come this way. And the other part of it is they may not be moving right now, or some of them are, they're bringing their families here for work, which is great. But some of them have decided, you know what, I'm going to start to live. I'm going to buy that lake home. I'm going to buy that farm I've always wanted. They are just doing some pretty cool stuff, in my opinion, with their life and allowing me to help them and negotiating good deals for them. And then I have the stuff around Eau Claire, you know, within an hour radius of Eau Claire where there's multiple offers and people bidding way above and you're doing the best you can. I put one together at 5 o'clock, excuse me, 10 o'clock on Friday night, this past Friday, and there were several offers on the table, and I finally got a response back at 10 o'clock at night that we got the house. After our third try, the people were devastated. They were referred to me. They said, we were told that you're going to you know, get in the grind and get us what we want, and you know, I got to tell you, I got beat out on the first two, and I was like, I must be losing it, man. And the third time, put it together, and when I talked to them the next day, I could hear it in their voice. They were so excited. Did I mention they trusted me to negotiate this? And they haven't even seen the house yet. Pretty cool. Faith in me, trust in me. One of their friends referred them to me. I absolutely love these stories. And I went in that house, and oh, by the way, when I was leaving that house on Friday, I went out to preview, lady pulls in, wants me to walk her through, and I said no. And normally I would try to make it work, but I did have to get going, and I knew how bad my other clients wanted this house, and we got it. So, you know, before I had my friend Matt show up today to do this podcast, I looked at my vision board, and I actually do pretty cool vision boards, in my opinion. I'm my <laughs> best cheerleader when I do them. And I start them probably in September. I start placing my stuff. I start looking at my old ones, seeing what I didn't really get done in the last year. And I start to manifest what I want to do and where I want to take everybody in the next year. 
And all my old vision boards that I've had out for the last 15 years, and I make my son do them now too, uh, I box those up. I had Pac-Man box, box them up because they was getting too much on my wall in my basement. And my friend Kim Air, she burdens her. She says, you got to burn them so you let all that stuff go into the air. That's her vision. Okay? We all got her thing. I want mine safe so when I'm old, I can open them up and say, this is what I've truly done with my life. And so I'm looking at my vision board, and I see this big thing I put on there, what's next? So for the last several months, I've been on this little tangent about what happened to us as a society. Well, I can tell you one thing. I'm not stopping my life. I'm not stopping my kid's life. And the only thing I can control is myself and how I'm going to guide my kid. Also, hitting your goals and not stopping what you want to do in life. Purpose for 2020, I always mention it. You know, my goals and where we're at, my vision board, you know, moving forward, what's next. And for me, what's next is that we're having a great year, even coming out of this whole shutdown business. I'm also doing this podcast. If you would have said this to me, I've mentioned this before, that I'd be doing this a few months ago, I'd say, what? But I also am a purpose that I'm absolutely tired of people sitting back thinking it's okay to be not doing the right thing. And there's a lot of stuff going on in bigger communities and the right things are not going on. And there's people running scared. There's people retiring early out of their positions because they're just tired of all this craziness. They don't want to deal with it anymore. We have government people that are sitting in positions that if you're not making decisions, why are you there? Move out of the position, let somebody else go in it that can handle it. So. When I look at what I'm doing, the podcast, the books that I give out at the end of the year now, which will be purpose for 2021, my vision, my goals that I share with people and I randomly just hand them out. And whether they use them or not, I hope so. Matter of fact, I've actually got a lot of people that said, thank you, I needed that. I needed to sit down in a quiet spot and figure out what I wanna do. Because when I check out, I want people to say that I made a difference. I didn't sit in the corner. I'm going to fight for what's right. And I want my kid to grow up not wearing a mask, not having people run away from them in the grocery store because you're too close. The other thing I want to bring up is that I've never stopped what I typically give to, taking care of my staff, my family, the organizations that I believe in, because right now, you know, a lot of people I know are on shoestrings, but if you can donate your time or whatever it might be to give back to these organizations that are struggling, that count on us to be strong believers in what they're doing, you know, the Y, Camp Manitou, Parks and Rec in our cities. I can tell you, I am living my life and I wanna be that 1% of the public that people remember. I'm not going to be everybody's best friend, but I can tell you I should be respected for the fact that I didn't sit back. I didn't put my head in the sand. I opened my firm seven days a week because it was the right thing to do for what the market was. I'm here every day running with my group. I can't do it alone. I can't do it without them. 
So I think when you sit down and you look at your life, who is your, you know, I have friends that say tribe, who's your group, who's your core core group that you're around, that you're just kicking it, doing the right things, kind matters to me, but also being very stern and not being run over by some of these things that are happening to people right now. I just, I have to stay steadfast to know what's good with my core group around me, and that's all I can control. And if people want help on things, I'm happy to sit down and meet with them. I am such a huge believer in kids just kicking it with their dreams. I just had one student leave me. He went, he started at a new college, full ride, really good football player. Isaac Michaels, Regis, quarterback, excellent football player, went one year in Madison, now he's at another school, and he's gonna get his schooling paid for playing football, and I'm so proud of this kid. And uh, he comes in, and he has grown so much working for me. I really just wanna be a person that actually helps guide a lot of young people and I have some that work for me, obviously, that are not young, that I help mold and make them better, and they're going to retire with their best years if they choose to stay with me. And that's what I have for today. Stay tuned for more episodes of That Wisconsin Girl featuring Mary Ruplett. They come out on the first and third weeks of every month. And if you want to support the podcast, be sure to subscribe, give a five-star rating, and write a review. 